Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I am your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing. The show is brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise cannot find. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to these episodes in your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share with your friends. All of our podcast channels and programs are available on the website located at www.lonestarcontentmarketing.com. You can also find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today is episode 44 uh, in the Building Your Law Practice series with Jim Thompson and Nick Augustine. Today we're talking about tips on following up with new people you meet at social and networking events. We want to get back to the basics of social and business interactions and focus on following up with people we want to know, like, and build trust. Too often, we act like robots going to events, giving a canned speech about ourselves to another person, giving away our business cards, and asking others for theirs. Like running a program, many people bring the collection of new cards back and simply put them in a pile to collect us with the others. Let's break the cycle of nonsense and focus on actually talking to people and getting to really know them. That's how business comes. The reason we do all this on this program and talk about all of uh, these things we talk about is to build the referral mindset because referrals are the solid sources of repeat business, and that is what we're talking about on the show. Uh, Jim Thompson is with us. He's the author of Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals. They deserve and need to grow their practice and what they can do about it. That is the title of the book. He will tell us later in the show how to get a copy of it. Uh, Jim is a retired lawyer who's well-known for helping attorneys get back on track to earning more clients through so many simple and cost-effective activities. Jim's the author, again, of Why Lawyers Fail to Get Their Referrals and What They Can Do About It. I'm Nick Augustine, and my company, Lone Star Content Marketing, works to help lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas by writing and managing their blog content, social media, internet radio podcasts, newsletters, press releases, and more. By way of short disclaimer, this is a general information program, and any advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice. Of course, communication with attorneys on our show does not give rise to attorney-client relationship. If you have questions, you should consult with an attorney in your area. All rights to this broadcast are reserved. Let's say hello to Jim. Hey, Nick. How are you doing today? Things are things are good. And uh, following up, you know, just thinking about this show. Uh, makes me wonder who who's out there that we followed up with, and um, I'm just going to run right into this by saying there's people who were sent to me by referrals, who were interested in things, uh, sent them a, you know had a conversation, sent them a, a proposed service agreement uh, with some ideas, and they're supposed to follow up. It's right before Christmas, blah blah blah, and, and we haven't touched base. And you know I wondered sitting here thinking. Should I call some of these people, or are they waiting to think that they should have called me, and both of us have egg on our faces because we never connected? Um, I think that is a scenario that too often we just see those people as lost and gone. But, Jim, I bet you're going to tell us otherwise. 
Well, you know, kind of interesting that you mentioned that, and we hadn't talked about this uh, prior to the show, but I was at a, a meeting this morning with um, some other small business owners, uh, not a couple of attorneys, but most of them were other small business owners, and I, I sometimes obviously work with other small business owners, just not just attorneys. And that same question kind of kind of came up, and, and my thought is simply this. Um, you make the connection with someone, and in your case, you've sent out a, a request for proposal or you've sent out a contract, and you haven't heard back from that person. Uh, and again, this depends on a lot of you know personal interaction, how well you know the person, your gut feeling and that. But it may be that they're just waiting on you to call. Um, I wrote a, a piece so a couple, maybe a couple years ago, and uh, it was a follow-up on somebody else that said to me, "Is is is." you know, thank you for calling. Uh, I had this whatever on my desk and or I wanted to do business with you or whatever it was and um, I didn't know whether I was going to call you or you were going to call me or, you know, so gee, thanks for calling. So my suggestion, Nick, in your case, if you haven't heard from the person, um, is make that phone call, you know, just, just basically saying, you know, um, I was concerned, whatever you want to say, but, but basically making in a tone of, you know, I was concerned, I haven't heard from you, I didn't know whether I was going to call you back or you were going to call me back, and um, if it was my fault, I apologize, you know, just be, be that way, and the other person may say, geez, you know what, uh, Nick, I, I've been, been thinking about doing it, and, uh, you know, it's been sitting on my desk, and you know how we get going, and we think about 400 other things, and we just never get back to the things. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. I'm sending it over today. Bingo. Uh, Jim, and, and I just so, want to jump in there and mention right there that you, you're talking about calling and not sending an email or sending a text or sending a letter or some other. I really appreciate the concept of calling. I think that too mm-hmm. often we are, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in this Technology is good as a tool, not a noose, and I think too many people are afraid to call someone unless they have a scheduled appointment or whatnot, but actually the human interaction, I think, will bring you closer to getting a deal done. Yeah, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that emails should be used sparingly. Um, and by what do I mean by that? Email should be used to... Uh, follow up with someone about, okay, we're going to meet next Tuesday at 1 o'clock, or to remind somebody that there's an event coming up, something of that nature. Or um, I'm I'm, I'm sending an email to you because I found this article and I thought you might be interested in it, that type of thing. To, to send an email that says, hey, I'm following up on that proposal I sent you, two things may happen. The person may never even open the email. He may never see it, or he may get kind of ticked off that you're you're not really being personal. Um, so pick up the phone, call someone, say, you know, and then chances are in today's society, guess what? You're not going to get a hold of them. You're going to go into the voicemail, but guess what? Hopefully they'll listen to their voicemail, and then you've made that connection, and you've reminded them. What's the worst that can happen? The person says, geez, Nick, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do the deal with you. Okay, but here you are hanging out there for two months not knowing whether they're going to do something or not do something. So isn't it better to just say, you know, um, I'm just following up on them, you know, make sure that uh, I wasn't supposed to call you or you weren't supposed to call me, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. 
um, and, and, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to say because, you know, each customer, each client is, is going to be completely different. But, you know, from a follow-up standpoint, pick up the phone, make that call. Again, how long should you wait? Again, that gets into, um, you know, what it is, the personal relationship, uh, how long you, you think that uh, the person has had to, you know, if I say, well, geez, Nick, i got to take it to my board of directors and they meet, um, you know, on, on uh, February 15th, obviously I'm not going to call you right away, but I may call you a week after February 15th or maybe three days after February 15th or whatever just to find out what's going on. So the, the timing thing, you know, you're going to have to gauge. But the bottom line is, and as again, I go back to, as Nike says, just do it. And it's as simple as that. Um, one of the things that kind of came up at this meeting this morning, we were talking about, obviously, referrals and how to build your practice and grow your business by way of referrals. And somebody just asked me, he says, well, what do you think uh, is the most important aspect of uh, getting and growing my business by, by way of referrals? And I said, well, you know, there's a number of things you need to be doing, but if you wanted the one thing that I think that most people don't do, including myself, because, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm human. I forget to do it. I, I preach a lot of things that you should be doing and like everything else, uh, do as I do, you know, don't do, or do as I say, don't do as I do. But, you know, you gotta you got to make a conscious effort to follow up. And I think following up is probably the most important thing you can do. Um, and I don't know where I heard this term, but I, I, I like to use it too. Instead of just follow up, it's follow through. You know, anybody that's played baseball, golf, or whatever, you know, it's always the follow through. So if that resonates with you, use that to remind you. But uh, how, about this? how about this? Let me jump, jump in there with a the suggestion. Sure. Showing people, okay, let's say it's a. Um, uh, hypothetical here. Let's say it's uh, your personal injury attorney and the person you're trying to follow up with is a chiropractor. And you both really think that you all are pretty good at what you're doing and want to send clients back and forth and all this and have manifested this intent. It's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I think you're a good guy. I'm going to send some business your way or I'll refer people to you. It's one thing to just say that out of the mm, like social correctness in business and networking it's another to to be contacting these people to kind of like i don't know better show them the love so you know so to speak and really commit to building that relationship and getting to know someone and i think that if we think about it in terms of that building relationships i mean we you know you mean even going back to elementary school um you know who are you going to sit with at lunch um, you know, who do you pick for teams? I mean, these types of relationships as adults and as professionals, I think too often we fail to recognize the importance and value that they can really have, you know, knowing someone out there would, would go to back for you or, I mean, that's what it's, that's what's going on in the background. And I just want to just kind of drive that concept home. You know, as we talk a lot of these things, you know, we kind of almost sound like, like like again, robots uh, performing a program, and well, uh, there's so much there's so much more interpersonal connection that happens in good business yeah, relationships. Yeah, well, you know, why would you even 
go to networking events, and let me define a networking event. I, I do not like the term networking, but everybody knows what it is, and it's it's you know, and a lot of people it conjures up a bunch of people running around throwing business cards. But in in the true networking situation, um, what is it you're really trying to do? Uh, you're trying to get to know somebody. You know, you maybe and, and somebody said, well what would you define as a networking situation? And well, let me give you an example. I'm in Office Depot, okay? The person in front of me is buying business cards and I see, you know, the, the, the he's talking to the clerk and I hear the person say that he is in the construction business. Well, you know, depending on the situation, I may strike up a conversation with that person and finding out, oh, gee, hey, you, you, what kind of construction are you doing? What do you do? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then hopefully the guy's going to turn around and say, well, what do you do? And then you can you know, say, well, I happen to be an attorney that does whatever or whatever the case is. But the bottom line is every time you have a chance to interact with someone, that is a, quote, networking situation. So I have that opportunity to talk to somebody. And obviously we are going to develop a relationship over uh, five minutes of talking like that. But let's just say that, you know, maybe there is that connection. We both kind of, you know, connect and feel good about each other. Maybe we've talked to them from the same hometown or whatever. It's, hey, you know what? Why don't people follow up with that conversation? And, you know, uh, I, I've seen it. I've done it myself. Uh, you know, you meet somebody and, and the business card or whatever gets put on the desk and you never get around to, to calling that person. So, um, you know, develop a system. Develop a system so that when you get somebody's business card, and not just in this situation, but any situation, you get a business card. What are you going to do with that business card? You know, I put it into my 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 uh, CRM system so that uh, uh, my customer relation management system so that I I have that there. I put that in, I put that info in myself, or I have an assistant or a virtual assistant or somebody put that in, and then I captured that. So then, what do I do with it? Well, hey, you know what? I just got Nick's business card, and it's in my system. So why not have the next step you take is to, and again, get on the phone, say, hey, Nick, it was, it was great seeing you at the, the Office Depot or the, you know, whatever event. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, do you have time maybe to have coffee next week? Now, I'm not saying you do this with everyone, obviously, but you, when you feel that there's a connection there, there's something worthwhile for you to pursue, and there's something worthwhile for that person to pursue with you, you follow up on it. You say, let's go have coffee. Forget the lunches. People don't, uh, you know, uh, I've really gotten out of habit. I think, uh, and most people have, they don't have time to sit down and have a lunch with somebody anymore. You can have a coffee at 7 o'clock in the morning with someone or 7.30 in the morning. You can, you know, make that connection for a half hour, 45 minutes or whatever it takes. It shows, but you have got to make that first step. And hopefully maybe that person has listened to me talk and he'll call you and make that first step with you. But anyway, no matter what, the bottom line is get together if you feel there could be some future connection. And I'm not talking just future business. And and what do I mean by that? Well, not everybody you're going to meet is going to become a client or a customer. Uh, they may never use your services. They may never need your services. But if you make a connection with someone and you find out more about that person, you may find out that he knows a lot of people 
that he could possibly refer business to. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen maybe in a month or six months or whatever, but this is a relationship that you're going to have to develop along the way. Um, most referrals are not made probably in the first six months you'll be very lucky if you get a referral from anyone because that person is still trying to find out who you are and, um, you know, wanting to get to know, like, and trust you so that when he refers somebody, he feels good. If I say, you know, uh, and it's it's me, when I refer somebody, that's my reputation on the line, so I'm not going to refer Nick. If I haven't sat down with Nick, had coffee with him, found out some of the work he's done and find out maybe clients he's had and find out, or a lot of times, too, you know, you get a general feeling about someone. And sometimes you get that general feeling in the first 20 minutes, and that's a person that you don't even want to be associated with. You know, you, you we've all come across those type of people. But then there's a people you meet in the first 20 minutes to say, you know what, there's a connection here. You know, Matt likes to play golf. Jim likes to go boating. Oh, you know, let's follow up on that, you know, and, and then develop that relationship, and, and, and it goes from there. Don't always be looking <clears throat> for that business referral, that business development relationship. Be looking for the relationship first and the business will come. Having said that, I want you to think about basically when you meet someone, it, and we've talked about this a number of times, is your attitude should, should be, Nick, how can I help you? What, what, what in your business, what do you do or who are you looking for? What type of clients are you looking for? How can I help you develop your business? Because that's what you should be doing. And when you do that, that person's going to say, hey, not many people have asked me, you know, how can, I, how can, how can they help me develop my business? And you know what? Nick's going to go, geez, what can I do to help Jim? You know, he's he's been up front with me and and uh, has been trying to help me get business, I want to be able to help him. Now, I may give Nick, and here's the other thing, don't ever go with the, down the road where if I give Nick a client, he better give me one back type thing. Nick may never be in a position to give me a client, but you know, the more clients I give Nick, the more people he comes in contact with, the more people that, you know, um, uh, he possibly may be able to give a referral back to me, but never go this, well, you give me one, I'll give you one, you give me one, I'll give you one. Don't keep track because that just never never really works out well. So, you know, when you meet someone, make sure you follow up. And here's here's kind of the, the, the rule of thumb I use. How are you going to follow up? <clears throat> well, number one, depending on the situation, um, I have, you know, card, we talked about this before, I think, too, some cards made up that, that you know, have my picture on it, have my name and, you know, business, et cetera. And it's just a simple little um, card that fits in a, you know, regular size envelope. And I just write something, hey, John, it was really nice meeting you. Look forward to seeing you again, blah, blah, blah. Quickly, bing, that gets out and people don't do that. John's going to remember, hey, I remember meeting Jim. He's a pretty nice guy. And then... Um, you can follow that up with, you know, a phone call or, you know, if it's a really hot situation where um, you can help that person out or, um, you know, the, 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 there's a referral, con there's a really great connection there, call Nick up and say, hey, Nick, what are you doing Friday? Want to go have coffee? That type of thing. 
Okay, again, you're not going to have time to follow up with everybody you meet, but on the other hand, you need to begin thinking about, okay, how can I follow up with the people I want to follow up with? Um, I've got some clients that I work with that, that basically their goal is to have at least five coffees a week. Okay, that sounds like a lot. And again, um, depending at your stage or your practice and that type of thing, uh, that could be a lot. So instead of five, do two or do three. Um, some of my clients, um, I'll have them send out, you know, to, to previous clients. We talked about this following up with note cards um, at least 10 times a year. I just got an interesting um reading an interesting uh, piece by an attorney I know who talked about sending out Valentine's cards. Okay? He sends out Valentine's cards to his clients, you know? A little cutesy thing, but on the other hand, how many people do it? How many attorneys have sent Valentine's cards just, you know, thank you, you know, was thinking about you, have much love for you, or whatever you want to say, because you do love your clients, and you can subtly say that. I would bet that there's probably a handful of attorneys doing cards like that. So you, and that's a that's a, a follow up. Uh, anytime you touch a client or a potential client, that is a follow up. We're not just talking about you know you go to a meeting and follow up. We're talking about following up on a regular basis. You have built this relationship. Why let that go to waste? So you follow up with a card ten times a year, twelve times is even better. And 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 you've got you know we talked about just a minute ago about Valentine's Day. Well, you got St. Patrick's Day coming up. You got some Irish clients you want to send stuff out. You know, there's there's all kinds of days out there you can send cards to. You know, birthday cards, spouses' birthday cards, kids' graduation cards, July Fourth cards, obviously Thanksgiving and and New Year's. And, and you can come up with, with some others that you can think about, um, you know, and, and, and just make sure you're doing it on a regular basis, touching your clients. Um, and, and before we run out of time, and I want to make sure I, I mention the follow-up, because uh, this, this came up too, and we've talked about this before, is, is, is how do you follow up when you get that referral? You know, and, and, well, you know, um, maybe I'll say thank you. Well, how do you say thank you? Well, you know, send them an email. Hey, thanks for the referral, if they even send anything. Well, let me tell you, if you're going to do it that way, you may get one referral. You may get two, but you're not going to get a steady stream of referrals if that's how you treat your referral source. So let me, let me give you... Um, uh, some thoughts on what you should do when you get the referral. Again, um, taking into consideration the closeness you are with the person that referred you and a bunch of other factors that, that I'm not going to have time to go into, but just in general. Uh, Nick sends me a referral. Okay, So the first thing I do is I pick up the phone and I say, Nick, thanks for the referral. Uh, hopefully, um, I can call Nick. He sends me a referral this afternoon. I've gotten a hold of that referred person right away. And, and that's another key. If you get a referral from someone, do not 
do not wait to get in touch with that person that's being referred for two reasons. Number one, uh, the person that referred you is going to see how quickly you react to his referrals. But the other thing is that person's looking for somebody. So not only is Nick referring uh, someone to me, somebody else may be referring somebody else. So guess what? The first person that usually gets to that person gets that client. So um, I, 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 I call this afternoon. I get a hold of the, refer, the person that Nick referred. And then I call Nick on the phone. I say, Nick, thanks for the referral. I got a hold of John this afternoon, and he's coming in the office tomorrow. Okay? Um, if you can't get a hold of the person right away, uh, again, hey, Nick, thanks for the referral. I'll be contacting John, you know, just as quickly as I can. Or I've called John and left a voicemail or whatever you've done. But you let Nick know that thank you for the referral. But you let him know even more than just to thank you. You let him know what you've done with that referral. Okay, so now the next step. The person, you, well, first of all, you can't get a hold of the person for a couple of weeks. You know, you keep on trying, and, and it doesn't happen that often. But the, So, uh, you know, after, you know, I let Nick know that I got the referral, I call Nick and say, geez, Nick, I've I tried to get a hold of John for the last, I've called him three or four times, I haven't heard from him. You know, Nick may say, well, they went somewhere else. Mm, okay, that blew, I blew that one. Or he may say, geez, Jim, I forgot to tell you, he's going to be out of town for a week or two, and um, I'll, I'll reconnect you guys or, you know, keep on trying whatever the situation may entail. So finally, I get the John, the, the referral comes in, John comes in, and I'm sitting with the referral, and, and uh, we're going to be able to help him. So um, I, after the person leaves, I let Nick know. Hey, John came in the office today, and it looks like we're going to be able to work together and help him. Now, you don't um, let any, you know, confidences, you know, you know, confidentiality go up. You just let him know he came in, and you're going to work together. The other thing that's really important, and people don't do this at all, is he comes in the office, John comes in the office, and for one reason or another, I can't help John, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's not my area of expertise. Uh, maybe it's John doesn't have the money. Maybe he doesn't have a case or, or whatever the situation is. I let Nick know that he came in and we had a nice chat, but unfortunately this time I can't, can't help him. So that Nick knows what happened to that referral, okay? Because so many times, at least in my case, and I, I know a lot of people I talk to, you give a referral and you never really know what happened. So if you want to expect other referrals to come from somebody, you got to follow up and let them know this is what happened. Now, um, we, we can get into, you know, do I send Nick a gift for the referral or referral fee and all that. That's a whole other area that we, we, we can get into at some point in time. But the important thing is you follow it up and let Nick know that the referral came in, that you're going to take care of his referral, and... You know, and then as it goes further on down the line, um, one of the things that, that I've suggested people do is, is if you're working with a referral, say John comes into my office and he's working and John's happy with me, I said, John, would you do me a favor? You know, Nick referred you over here. Would you call Nick up and tell him thank you for referring you to me? Wow. Think how powerful that is. When, when the person calls up and Nick gets that feedback from the the person that that he referred, and he goes, "Geez, you know, I'm gonna 
I'm going to make sure that uh, I refer more people to Jim. The other thing is, too, when you send a note card, um, and, and I didn't quite mention that. I mentioned making a phone call to Nick. But after the person comes in, you know, you can send him. And I would send him. You couldn't. You will. Send him a nice handwritten thank you note for the referral. Now, if you can stick a, a you know, a referral fee, you know, or something of that nature, if it's fine. If it's not, you know, at least you're sending the card thanking him. And guess what that does? Two things. It lets him know you care, and it also puts you on the top of his mind or other referrals. I don't know how many times somebody has, and we've talked about this, somebody has done what I've asked him, and I said, Jim, guess what? I sent John a card, and he called me right, and he says, geez, I got another referral for you, Jim. Bingo. Stay on the top of people's minds. And that's what we're talking about when you follow up. Every time you follow up is a touch. And every time you touch someone, you're keeping that person, uh, you, uh, on the top of his mind. He's thinking about you. Because guess what? We all get going. We all get doing different things, and we forget about things, and all of a sudden I get a card from, from Nick saying thanks for the referral, and I go, hmm, you know what? That's really nice. And, boy, and, and, and two days later, I get the opportunity. Somebody comes in, or I'm talking to somebody that could use Nick's services. Guess what I'm going to think about? So, yeah, that's following up. It's kind of like, okay, this is what I'm asking you to do, and it's a total follow-up process, and it's a system that you've got to have so that you know that the, the, the referred person comes in, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to follow up, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to send a note card, I'm going to keep Nick in the process, in the loop, to the extent that you can, um, without obviously divulging any competence and things of that nature. You know, you may pay, get a client that Nick, sent, or Nick sends over. I may get a client that Nick sends over that I'm doing stuff for six months with. You know, I let Nick know, hey, we're still doing business. Thanks a lot. Here's here's uh, uh, a card, go have dinner, or, you know, this type of thing. Just let people know you appreciate the business, but it's also and, and, the follow-up. It's a habit, go ahead. and really it's, it's it's all about making a habit. When you start doing these things and practice them and see the, I don't know, it's like the reward cycle. Um, mm-hmm. meet, meet person, create relationship, nurture relationship, follow up and all this. Um, when you start, when you see the reward, you get business, you get referrals, and that's kind of the reward cycle of it all. But it's really a habit, and it's a habit that I think a lot of people have fallen away from because technology has made it so easy for us to store all this information and, and automate everything and kind of turn off as humans. So it really doesn't think of it think of it like that. And you know, creating habits of following up and habits of getting to know people and habits of doing business a way that we once used to know how to do. Um well, Jim, we are out of time. Uh, can you give the folks uh, at home your last uh Sure. here as well as the email on how to get a hold of you to get a copy of that book. Yeah, the the, the book is uh, available. If you want to send me an email, I'll be glad to send you the e-book. It's uh, J-E-T, like the plain jet, at lawyersmarketingresource.com. 
and Nick, you just said something, and it just kind of occurred to me. You said, uh, you know, because of technology and, and all this other stuff, we kind of let our guard down, and we tend to do. You know what? Think of technology as being your friend, because everybody else is using the technology to keep up and send emails and everything else, and you are going to be different. You're going to stand out by sending handwritten note cards, by making the phone calls. All your other competitors are sending, you know, emails. Guess what? You are standing out by virtue of what you're doing, and that 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 was a great uh, great thought that uh, you just just brought that up, Nick. And I think that's that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the keys, you know, stand out. You know. So I want to wish everybody a great week, and uh, Nick, you have uh, stay warm down in Texas. We're we're cruising about uh, 15 degrees up here right now. So yeah, it's um, uh, I know it's uh, 48 <laughs> degrees, and I'm kind of worried that I might have to wear, you know, I might not be able to wear shorts when I go for a walk later. So you know, it's rough, but uh, I'll survive. We're all so will you all up there too. So Jim, it was a pleasure. <laughs> we'll uh, talk to you again next week. Okay, take care, everybody. Have a great week. See ya. All right, bye-bye now.